Yeah, we got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose team is losing. So here we go, Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, man. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports music and topics of the week featuring john lane trey ely jay hill and your host dennis turner and welcome to sports and things everybody i'm your host dennis turner with me as always i have the fellas jay hill john lane and trey ely what up fellas what up niggas? <laughs> this All is right, the podcast nice this is the podcast with musicians and artists who love to talk sports and other things, and we're going to start this off on a bit of a somber note. Um, DC, this past was it was was it this past week or week two weeks ago? I feel like it was two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was before the new year. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we lost uh, a pioneer in uh, the DC music scene, the DC the social scene. Aristocat Okaday. Uh, also known as Cat, so we want to give our condolences to her family and everybody who whose life she's touched. Um, I, I know I work with an artist that she managed for a couple of years named Nia Posey. Um, so it's it's a big loss to this community, and we're sad to see her um, her go. So anybody yeah. want to say anything before we start the show about Cat? Uh, she uh, was someone who was incredibly generous. Yeah. Um, she always yeah. made it a point to come up to you and just be yeah. very, very be endearing, positive. Positive very positive, words. gave hugs all the time, was always smiling. It, it never really seemed like there was anything going wrong with her and her life. Mm. And she always wanted people to win. So uh, she would constantly come to the Dilla shows to help out mm-hmm. and uh, offer her, um, you know, just her her help uh but yeah very very sad that she's she's gone yeah i used to get into really heated arguments with cat when we first Mm -hmm. met um mainly because i was surprised i was brought in to be the musical director for her artists and we we didn't see eye to eye a lot of times but it was it was it wasn't like evils or mean-spirited it was just like you know trying to find a common ground and you know we both were young and trying to like she was managing and I was trying to manage stuff too. So it was, but it was it was it was cool. It wasn't like we were beefing. It was just like we would have like these powwows and we would sit there and then it'd be like break and then we just go and do the work. So um, yeah. I had a really really good experience with her as a person. She was always a really good person, um, regardless of what was going on. She was always like like you guys said very given um her energy was always infectious it was really cool so really sad to see her go um and we we, we shout her out and uh, give love to her and her family um yeah. speaking of other people who are going um ron rivera got fired Damn. Uh, Damn, that's uh, Damn. that's a, that's a weird girl, man. That's a, I that's said a, going. I ain't saying crazy, dying. That's a crazy segue uh, there. Especially yeah. since he beat cancer. That's we can't. Yeah. Whoa. Well, I, <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa. Damn, Dennis. All right. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Should I start <laughs> over? No. We're here now. So he said no. <laughs> Ron Rivera got fired. Um, we yeah, saw it coming. Look at, look at John's name on the Zoom. 
I've been eliminated. This is all bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, who would you like to see as what? All Kanigas? <laughs> it's a question for all Kanigas. Oh, I was like, we just like, oh, I, okay, I see it now. I'm really, I really am Ron Bergen. I was like, who would you like to see as that, that, that? Yeah. All Kanigas. <laughs> who would you like to see as the GM of the Commanders? Uh, Adam Peters, <laughs> Ian Cunningham, uh, Andy, what is his Weddle? Weddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Hortiz, Alec Haley, Mike. I'm gonna mess his name up. Borgonzi. Haley. He wrote Roots. Borgonzi. Alex. Yeah, this Alex. Is Alec. That's him. He wrote Roots. Alex. So. Is Alec? Alec yeah. Haley. Yeah. Alec. He, he wrote, he, yeah, he's the guy who wrote Roots. I want yeah. Alex Haley. Alex, Alex Haley. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. I want him. Yeah. I want the way no, I got over roots. He's going to put you in shackles, man. Oh, <laughs> he's going to put Trey in shackles. He's going to put me in shackles. <laughs> now, Trey's the free slave because he light skin. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's wow. true. You work in the house. Damn it. <laughs> go, get my, go get my pitch eliminated, Nick. <laughs> Five year. minutes in. Here we go. Big one. Who would you like to see as the, uh, the GM for the commanders? Go ahead, Trey. Adam Peters. Trey. Why? Yeah. Because he's was hot on the street, son. You just called another man hot. Just want you Damn. To <laughs> on the streets, son. He's hot on the streets. He's. That's a hot piece of ass. That's enough. I'm going to leave that alone. That is enough. Hey, John, he a bubble co host? Yeah. Oh, oh God. No. Ugh. Seven minutes in. Here we are. Seven folks. minutes in. This ain't even seven minutes. This is just seven. This two minutes into the show. <laughs> How many people have disconnected already? Oh my god! <laughs> I, we'll tell y'all the bubblegum host story after the show. It's, it's a whole thing in uh, yeah. Hamburg, Germany. But all right, so you pick Adam Peters because he's hot in the street. <laughs> you, like, you like the way he looking jeans, uh, John? Who you pick? Wow. I also uh, would like to have Adam Peters. Uh, For the same because, reason? No. Uh, but I have heard people say that he's a very good looking man. Okay. But um but my reasoning <laughs> is because my reasoning is because uh of his uh his credentials and his history with the San Francisco 49ers. He's been there for seven seasons. He's responsible for getting Christian McCaffrey and uh, uh Brock Purdy. Uh he got Chase Young. <laughs> uh, who's the linebacker? Uh, I think his last name is. I think his name is Fred or something like that. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, he's responsible for the success of that team uh, for the last uh, at least the last decade. So, um, and the good thing about it is that he is friends with the advisor that Josh Harris just brought in, uh, the guy from the Golden State Warriors. I see what's uh, happening there. Myers. Everybody's friend with Bob Myers, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, they're both in San Francisco, so they're probably very good friends. And they just had their meeting tonight in Miami at Josh Harris's Florida house. So, uh, yeah. It's uh, going down, guys, son. We about to be good. The other guys, Ian Cunningham, um, I'm not exactly sure about him. I'm what about Joe? The, Joe uh, seems solid. Yeah, I don't really know his his. He's been with the Ravens for twenty four seasons, so he's he's a part of that championship pedigree. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, Joe Ortiz would be good. Um, I think Mike the guy, 
Mike Ward Godfrey would be good too. But at, uh, I think it's Adam Weedle. Now that I think about it, Adam or Andy, I can't remember. Uh, but the assistant GM for the Steelers, apparently, I think I think he'd be a good choice too. Mm. Um, but for yeah, me, I think anybody yeah, from Steelers would be dope because yeah, I'm I'm going after uh, Adam Peters. I think Adam Peters would would run this team very well. Okay, they um they they announced they were like reaching out to people to um for interviews and stuff. Was Adam yeah, Peters on the list? Yeah, I think he was uh, among all the other guys listed. Okay. All right. He was he was the first. Jay, you got a pick? Mike Borgani. That's my pick. Oh, where from, right. from uh from the Chiefs. Um mm. same thing. Pedigree. Like like he he's he's uh put together he's been in charge of, even if he didn't directly put together, he's been in charge of um very, very elite franchise for a minute. You know, I mean they 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 got they got their trophy. Um, he's seen, you know, he's seen Mahomes come in. He he had some input in that, so um, that would be my choice. I mean, if you base it off of trophies, I think your best bet would be Joe Ortiz. Mm, yeah, yeah, but he also doesn't get. I mean, not that there is any real. But Borgonza got the trophy reason for 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 the like age. Or oh, whatever, he do got two, but, don't he? He got two yeah. too. Yeah. So, but Andy got three. Well, uh, uh, um, uh, Joe got three. Three. If he's he been there three? since for twenty four years, the Ravens only got two. Oh no! Hold up. I thought they had three. Nah, they, they got, got two. two. Okay, I'm remember the, the one in two thousand, and then yeah. when the when the Harbaugh brothers played each other. I do have the script, Cray. Mm-hmm. I do have the script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, Dennis has the script. <laughs> he's talking yeah, about the, he's talking about the third Super Bowl coming up. Uh, nice. That's February. That's, uh, I, I thought you was. I thought you was under an NDA. You ain't supposed to be telling people about that, man. Nobody listens to the show, <laughs> so it's cool. Oh wow, there it is. That, that, yeah. I didn't tell anybody. Oh, That's okay. the right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Just said it on sports and things. <laughs> and oh, what? And exactly. Listen by nobody. <laughs> All right, let's Trust move me. on. Uh, who would you like to see as head coach of the Commanders? Uh, Jim Harbaugh, Eric Bieniemy, Ben Johnson, uh, Mike McDonald. Aaron Glenn, Raheem Morris, Brian Callahan, or Mike, what's his last name, Jay? I'm not going to Brable. 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 Like Vroom. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> who just, who got fired vroom, today? Vroom, vroom, vroom. Oh, he yeah. got, oh. Yeah, Mike Brable. Did Michael fired. McDonald? I wonder why he got fired. <laughs> Michael McDonald is one of the candidates? And Raheem Devon? Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. I don't want neither of them. Raheem old enough. <laughs> Michael McDonald old enough. I am Michael McDonald. He's super old. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you who I do not want as head coach. Raheem Morris. Oh no no no. He's he was the first candidate on the list, and you know why? He's the because Rooney. He was he's here. the Rooney naysayer. Let's just get him out the way. Well, yeah, but the he was naysayer. also here. Jesus. He was he was here with Shanahan. And I read I read a report. I meant to say that, naysayer. So. <laughs> I don't I want anybody defensive minded. I don't want a defensive minded head coach. No, nah, I don't need. Uh, well, there is one guy, Mike Mike McDonald. Don't, don't think, say that. I think if Mike McDonald comes here, he will get. He will bring in a very good offensive coordinator, and he'll run the defense, much like what's happening in in Detroit. I thought the GM picks the um. Well, I guess the head coach picks his his staff. Well, he well, can. GM. The GM picks it, but I think 
strong input. Yeah. Have have, uh, hey, look. Basically, I'm, Harris I'm, was I'm saying we got to move so fast that we want the guys' yeah. input, but we're going to have to kind of have the ball rolling. Yeah, nobody wants to be enemy. Nah, not really. I think I'm over be enemy. Wow, one year. Oh, we we got a clean house. We don't want to retain nothing. Jay said he'll do be enemy. I just want y'all to know he said that. Damn, Paul's boy. (laughs) I mean, see, I think you you seeing him with what a C level QB. Like you give him, yeah. you, you give him, you give him a, a better quarterback. We might be looking at a Kansas City. I think he'll. Yeah, but just, you, you give him a better quarterback with the same offensive line, though. I, I, I think they, they gave, run, run, I think we need they gave run, run four or five years, bro. I feel like you can give Eric oh, one as head coach. No, the line, no. The line's about to be Harris needs a clean break. Yeah, he you don't want to bring nothing back. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I agree. It ain't even about the enemy's credentials. It's just the fact that you need to clean house. Yeah. What's the, what's the likelihood that Jim Harbaugh even comes realistically to the NFL? Percentage. Well, they say Jim Harbaugh wants to go out yeah. out to the Southwest, though. Well, because what he said in his when he what he said in his presser after the game, after the championship game, was like they were going to take a month off before they started spring tramp, uh, camp in um in Ann Arbor. You think, and you think any of that? I don't know. Has any yeah. weight? That was just don't ask me about it. Yeah, that was basically don't ask me. I'm just saying, like he said it. Enjoy this moment. I know the schedule of Michigan football. That's what happens in the spring. I don't know that I'm going to be there, but I, I mean, know the exactly. schedule of Michigan football. <laughs> Somebody is going to be leading camp gonna be in the spring. <laughs> Somebody will be Eric camp. Bien-Enemy. Yep. Oh, Eric oh, Bien-Enemy. That'd, that'd be, wow. <laughs> wait, wait, so give me, give, me your, give me your pick, Jay. Uh, Jay you pick Bien-Enemy. Yeah, I pick Bien-Enemy. Trey? Um, either Johnson or McDonald. I like what, what they did in Detroit, so either of those guys. John, you know I actually left another uh, coach off the list. Uh, Bobby Slowett, the OC for the Texans, who was oh. also here as well. Uh, for me, it would be Ben Ben Johnson. I think would would be the first person I would uh, take off or I would uh, use off of that list. But if not, oh man, I don't know. Just for clicks, I'd probably say Jim Harbaugh. Because it would be a story. It would put us in the limelight. It, it might be. get us it might get us on um hard knocks. Yeah. And then Bill Belichick. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> and then Bobby Slowick. Uh, I'm a big Ben too, just because I like what Detroit is doing or what they've done with that offense. Um but my strong second, I, I think I'm going to have to stick with being me. I don't think he goes so quickly. It, if Snyder was here, it would be a choice of Bill Belichick, Vrabel, and then maybe be enemy. I'm telling you that right now. We, we, we're past. You, see, you can't get over Snyder. We're done with Snyder. You can't yeah, why not we bring, bring up Snyder. Snyder? <laughs> you had to bring that him nigga's up. Gone, Nobody Trey. said that nigga's name in like three weeks. <laughs> we, cha- we changed the title of the slack. He, he does miss him. He, he said he misses him. him. <laughs> Straight misses Snyder. Uh, Straight goes to bed Trey thinking about Snyder. Snyder. No, no, he plays with nothing. Straight misses Snyder. Straight misses Snyder. Watch me in the group. I bet you that don't. You miss Snyder, don't you, Trey? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm never right. gonna watch again. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. miss my GM. And he no, no. <laughs> he's, he's staying out of glass wow. windows, sipping hot cocoa. Man, shit. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> All right. Let me get your thoughts on um, comments given by um, Rivera and Harris. Uh, Trey, let's start with Aww. Rivera. What? That's for, that was for Ron Rivera. Oh <laughs> No, but in seriousness, Ron Rivera's comments were very um, uh, kind. And, you know, uh, I, I, I have several thoughts. One is that Josh Harris is here, and we actually have someone competent running the team. All of the fans, all of us, and all of the people who, like, if Dan Snyder was still the owner, Ron Rivera would have got fired in week five, and we would have had interim, and we'd have had a bunch of drama. Harris kept his word and stayed out of it until after the season, um, which continued, which which is a long-term investment because his actions were seen by the future candidates in the, in the community in general. So people want to come here because they, they say, okay, this guy's a professional. So his comments, I mean, he was very clear about all of that, that, you know, he made it, he gave his word, so he kept it. And, and you know, the you know we understand it's not what you want to see on the field, but I'm putting together a committee, and I appreciate the, the panel of people, sports expertise from across sports. I mean, he's he's doing a, a – a, and, he, and he referenced process. So he's using process – He's um, leveraging uh, very knowledgeable people, and he's doing it in committee fashion. So there's, I mean, we've we've had so many different types of nepotism and things happen over the years. This is a situation where it's like, you know, all of that's out the window because you got a committee, you got a process, and you know, it, it gives an opportunity for um, people to shine and, and do a good job in in, in building uh, front office and uh coaching staff that's that's gonna be uh you know top notch it also attracts um top notch professionals because they see your professionalism and that attracts them um the comments on Ron Rivera really um uh left me with the impression you know we've been hard on Ron Rivera this season and um you know cuz team's been bad i mean you know, but but reality is is if you look back over Ron Rivera's body of work with the team, um, he is really responsible for taking this organization and starting the rebuild process. Like, I don't really feel like we're starting to rebuild today. I feel like Ron Rivera, you know, a rebuild starts with, like, cleaning up the old stuff and then bringing in new. And I think Ron Rivera did an excellent job of getting rid of the old junk, the Snyder type of stuff, the Snyder type of play. You know, like... We are, we've been laughing and joking about Rivera and the things he said in the press conferences and, and all that kind of stuff like that. But if you really think about this season, man, you guys just joked about it, but we ain't really been thinking about Snyder. His whole imprint on the organization and all the trash they were doing, all the stuff, that stuff was gone, man. Like, Dude, Rivera cleaned point. that stuff out, man. That's a good point. Um, And the culture is different. The type of guys he brought in, the way the locker room is, whether they're playing good or not, the attitude, the culture, the character of the organization has changed. And it's he put it in a position for these guys to take it and go with it. And so I think that we can appreciate what he did to set the foundation for the next guys to really do something great. So he didn't have the front office support that his 
successor will have. So, I mean, with nothing, because Snyder had to be gone because he pretty much got suspended from the NFL and his wife was running the team. You remember all this crazy stuff we didn't forgot about. And um, uh, Rivera had to deal with that. So he had to answer to the owner's wife. Um, you know, he had to he had to deal with answer you know questions or deal with situations with sexual harassment from women that work in the organization and um <clears throat> a whole bunch of people getting fired because they got me too and it just uh, bro mm. it made it hard for him to coach. But, I, I saw a but he did. He a, said, I think he did a good job as a manager of run of keeping of cleaning the junk out of that organization. And got rid of, I mean, like, we didn't want to see Trent Williams go. There's a lot of guys we didn't want to see go, but he got rid of, the guy was, Trent Williams was disgruntled from that stuff that happened before. He moved people on from that, that, that had uh, leftover baggage from that. And if you honestly look around there, Snyder's baggage is pretty much gone. Except for what and you, I think we owe that now. to Ron Rivera. <laughs> Yo, he running for president. I don't disagree. I think that both of them took a very political and professional take on their statements. Um, Ron, at the end of the day, if he wants to get another job, you have to say the things that he said because you have to thank people. And I mean, realistically, I, I don't disagree with Trey. I agree with him wholeheartedly. Like, as a head coach, you are the you are the the head of the snake. So, at the end of the day, you know. Everything kind of falls on you in the way he managed a lot of that stuff that he shouldn't have been having to deal with as a head coach. Like I saw a statement he he made. He was like, I think he said he actually coached the last the first time he's coached the last five and a half weeks of the season. It's the first time he actually was coaching. That actually brings up an, an interesting point because, uh, you know, he said for the first three years he was managing. Mm-hmm. And he was dealing with all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> to piggyback, to piggyback off of uh, Trey, yeah, he was managing so that he could build the culture and rid the city, rid D.C. of all the Snyderisms. And we didn't really think about that at all. We were so busy focusing on football that we really didn't notice that he had been starting the rebuild process. Well, Maybe he didn't have the hindsight, came up. We, we didn't have the hindsight, though. We didn't know how it was going to play out. That we didn't, we I'm sure he didn't either. And all this, I'm, so we didn't know. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, I think it came up in a couple of conversations over the, <laughs> yeah. the couple of years we've done this show. Like, it, it's come up. It's just, it wasn't the forefront because, you know, it's a football team. So, we like, <laughs> his first job is to coach, right? So, like, you're not really concerned about what he's saying in his presses about all the scandals the and all stuff. He's the doing future. what he's supposed to do. Right, yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, and then you still have to manage that even after the ownership changes. You still have to manage the stuff that's going on, the the changing of the guard. You got to manage all of that. So it's like, I, I think he did it. You know, coaching is in the NFL is, is a really like a carousel anyway. He's going to land somewhere. If he wants to go somewhere, he's going to land somewhere else. I don't know if he's going to land as a head coach. No, nah, he won't be a head coach, but he might be in some sort of uh, front office. Yeah, front office. Or, you know, I mean, defensive coordinator maybe. If he wants to, if he wants to coach, know. like Parcells, like Parcells, I can, I can see him. I can't see him on TV. Like that, that's, I, I can't that's see him be, being a defensive coordinator. Not mm-hmm. after what what we've seen. I'm, I'm not sure about that. But well, I mean, he, the point is, he can he can land somewhere. He'll land in the front yeah. office somewhere. 
Um, just just because of the hey, way man. he delegated the Listen. position of head coach here. John, John, Joe hmm. Barry is a defensive coordinator in the playoffs this weekend. He Anything is. Anything can happen. Where, where is he? Green Bay. Yes. Joe well, Barry. They're, they're they're not there because of Joe Barry. <laughs> but still, <laughs> they're because of Jordan Love. <laughs> but still, no, I know. I <laughs> get it. If that's possible. <laughs> Uh, and, and you know I mean, Jim and, Hazlitt's defense was in the playoffs one year. <laughs> I think I think um Harris is doing what he's supposed to do as the new owner too. Like he's saying he's crossing all his T's, he's dotting all his eyes. Like and it, it, I think more and more importantly, he's actually doing the work too. Like you're seeing everything moving like on, on, on a bullet train at this point. Like they got they got rid of Ron. They're about to Meet with these coaches and meet with these um, these gyms, and they're going to pick somebody in the, in the next couple of weeks that's going to be that's going to spearhead that whole changing of like the whole regime. So I think that you know both of them were adamantly, um, what's the word? I think they were just they represented well in that in yeah. that regard. So it's not what we're used to seeing from this franchise. I can tell you, not that. at all. This is all new to to a lot of. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not really. We, new to us because yeah. we we experienced it in, as kids, but everybody younger than us, they have no idea what what's happening right now. They're freaking yeah, out. Nineteen nineties and now, like thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, which local team? Uh, local team. Which local team makes the playoffs first? Jay. Uh, oh. Let's see. Y'all relocating first, so what's, y'all ain't gonna make it for next. What, what's what's your <laughs> what's your definition of local? That's what? What's your definition of playoffs? Wait, what? <laughs> What you mean the definition of local? Commanders, four, four Nets, Wizards, Caps, Mystics. We're going with the Mystics. Whoa, uh, no, 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 that's Southeast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you might have to throw the go-go in there too. Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna you, say can throw, you can throw the Mystics in there. Throw the Mystics in there. I'm gonna say the Caps. You said the Caps? Yeah. If you throw the Mystics in yeah. there, I'm saying the Mystics. I say the Caps. That's I'm gonna say that the yeah. Caps aren't as bad as either of the other two franchises. The like they're not the, bo- they're the, not the bottom two, two to three. You know when the Mystics win, didn't they win it? 2019, same year, the, a week before the Nats yeah, won the World the Series. Won. Yeah, man, you picking over the Nats? Are you picking yeah. over the Mystics? Yo, I don't like that, bro. That's a tough. I, 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 tough man. If it's not the Caps, it's gonna be the Nats. Not the Mystics. Nobody the can Mystics. Nah. So, Deladon's I mean, injured. But yeah. do you think the Nats will make it before the Commanders? Because it's going to be I a couple so. years for either one of them. I think so. Because the Nats, they their uh, their prospects are moving up right now. Um, I read an article as well that said that the way things have been working out with Mike Rizzo when he starts over is that it's you it, you usually start seeing him really uh being competitive in the division around the third year of whenever he starts over and this is like the fourth year right now so and even though we sucked i don't think we were last in the division i think we were maybe second to last maybe third i can't remember yeah, we but, had um, with the braves and the phillies though yeah but you know the phillies the, oh, bryce harper is not coming back till midseason he's injured um, I don't know. We'll 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 see. I I do I do have a little bit more faith in the Nats right now than the Caps. Caps could make it this year. They could probably mm. make it this year, but 
I, I, if they don't, I'm going with the Nats. If you said last, it would have been easy because that would have been Wizards. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for That sure. would have been easy. Uh, I mean, they I'm going to pick the Caps, too. I don't even care, but I'm going to pick the Caps, too. <laughs> <laughs> I t- I keep saying I'm gonna get I'm gonna get involved in baseball and hockey. Uh, well, uh. the Caps aren't playing very well. I don't know if you want to get into do it right now. I mean, I like to I like to go to the game at least and watch watch. The, I saw I saw a fight between two players. Uh, the, one of the black players and um another player fighting the other day, and they 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 run for like at least two minutes, and then afterwards they kind of like for hugged a black up. player, weren't you? I was just rooting for the fight. I don't. I mean, look, they pay a lot of money to see a white boy beat up on a nigga, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> on I'm a sorry. naysayer. Sorry, I meant Kaniga. Jeez, jeez. A naysayer. Nah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a fight, uh, you know, I'm a fight guy, man, so I don't care what race you are. If you, if you throw a nice, clean hook, I don't care where it come from. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do predictions on the uh, NFL wildcard weekend. Uh, all right, so I'm going to just name a team. You just give me your pick, okay? Uh Green Bay versus Dallas. They at Dallas. Green. What am I writing down? Green Bay at Dallas. Uh, Trey. Green Bay, because I hate Dallas. That's not a good reason. Uh, it's a wonderful John. reason. Dallas, because they're very good at home. Jay. Dallas. Same reason. Good at home. I'm going to go Dallas too because I I would pick them at home with Dak over Jordan. And I hate saying that. <laughs> I really do. All right. Uh next team. Uh Rams versus Detroit at Detroit's at home. Trey. I think Detroit gets this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Goff's revenge. <laughs> oh. Uh Jay Hill. Rams. Mm. What? Okay. Yeah. Throw some pick sixes. I yeah, think but Detroit, Detroit is just—I don't know, man. They, Detroit they, at home. They have to have that, yeah, and they have a hangover just making the playoffs. So they're yeah, not gonna uh, be prepared for playoffs. John, I'm picking the Rams because it's the homecoming for Matthew Stafford, and he's gonna ball out. Yeah, but you know, every the media keeps talking about Matthew Stafford, but what about Jared Goff? He's got something to prove in that game. Cause yeah, he, he does. But Jared Goff is at home. Trade. But Matthew Stafford has something to prove, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, both. I mean, he arguments. has a Super Bowl ring already, but. Exactly. He's, he's coming home. Other, that's the other part. It's his first game uh, back in Detroit. Yeah, I just. You don't think Jared Goff really wants to beat his old team? I'm sure, the they will. I'm sure they both want to beat each other. Oh, okay, he really Pause. wants to beat. That don't mean he will. <laughs> they both want to beat. They want to beat each other. But the question is, who's beating who? Oh no, no, it's not. <laughs> it is not. It is not. We the don't question. want to know the answer. All right. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, wait. Tiebreaker. No, no, because you two, you picked LA. I'm going to pick Detroit too because I trust. I like Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford is one of the few gunslingers we still have left in this league. But I think the managing of Jared Goff is in that team. I think. You think he's a game manager? I think he is. But I think he's also also kind of fair. He's not the gunslinger that Matt is, 
what I think, what I do think is that Detroit is a better team than LA. You think he's a gay, 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 gay manager? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying he's not just a game manager, but I think if you had to pick. Yeah. I, I mean, pick, I know that. I know they're at home too, but that's yeah. that's Matthew Stafford's home too. If I had to pick, if I had <laughs> it's to a pick, home game for Matt Stafford. Yeah, if it was it was based on just quarterback <laughs> play, I'm picking Matt. You're yeah. talking about teams, I'm picking Detroit. Yeah. Um, all right. Philly versus Tampa Bay at home. Trey. Baker Mayfield is playing lights out. I'm going with Tampa Bay. You've lost your and fucking mind. Philly has have you been watching Philly? Did I you think see Philly's what the Giants no, did no, to no, him? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Tampa Bay versus Philly. I'm talking about the statement you just made about Matthew Stat. I mean about uh about um Baker Mayfield. Have you been watching the NFL? He Baker has, Mayfield has been balling. Baker Mayfield yeah. has been playing. He has been balling. He has been. He's like Joe Flacco. Yeah, right well, now. I mean, what are you watching? <laughs> I'm watching Chuck. Baker Mayfield been cooking. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I'm not I'm not a believer. All right, you got your pick. Uh Jay. I'm not a believer either. Uh, I'm going with Philly. <laughs> He's been balling. Oh, no. He's been balling. Those dudes suck. Philly is terrible. All right, uh, John. And then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. I'm going with Philly. I think they're going to break the losing streak. They've lost four in a row, and they're in the playoffs right now. A.J. Brown is pissed off. I know that uh, Jalen Hurts is, is injured, but I think they're going to get it together. I think Hurts, this, Hurts. Is, this is crunch time for them right now. This is... You know, one and done, and I don't think they're. I don't think they're completely done. I don't. I don't think they're a very good team. They're definitely not as good as they were last year. Um, but I think AJ Brown's going to have a comeback uh, game. I think he's probably going to go for. Uh, he's, going, he, he's hurt though. Down. He is hurt. He, Jalen Hurts yeah. is hurt too. Yeah. But I think. I think they're going to get it together. That's because, the only reason. Hmm. I, I would. I would lean on Tampa Bay because both of them hurt. But yeah. And it's I know it is at Tampa Bay. It's at uh it's in Florida. Um, so they don't have to worry about the cold weather. But I don't know. I feel like they'll snap out of it. I feel like Philly will snap out of it. So I got Philly. I'm going Philly too, just to spite Trey. Oh wow. Thanks. <laughs> so when I'm right, everybody else is wrong. That's fair. <laughs> but you're still giving an eliminate, niggas. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, let's let's do Cleveland at Houston. Trey. Mm. Ooh. It's a tough one. This one's tough. Flacco and Stroud both been balling. This um, one's real tough. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm going to go with Cleveland. And the reason is because Cleveland's been successful in a more difficult division. Okay. Uh, they play very tough competition. So... And Flacco's been balling. Jay? I think Cleveland has a better run system, which mm. I think is what it's going to boil down to mm. uh, more than anything. I mean, Flacco is going to do what he does, but I just think that um, that ground game for Cleveland is is nasty. And Houston, Houston um, didn't they lose um, – um, who did they lose on defense? Oh, they lose uh, uh, Bell. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his? Uh, I can't think of his first name. Yeah. But, Bell or uh, Bell? Can't it, think of his name. I mean, that ain't the whole defense, but you know, you you missing major piece at, at the most important time. So I feel like Cleveland. Ta- say Tank Dell. Tank Dell. Yeah. They lost Tank Dell. Yeah. All right, uh, John. 
I'm going with the number one defense in the National Football League, the Cleveland Browns, on the road. Mm-hmm. That's I, think the this, reason. I think this is unanimous. I'm going with Cleveland, too. All right. Uh, Miami at Kansas City. Ooh. Tyreek Hill going back home again. Mm. Miami's been floundering. Uh, Trey. Uh, Miami's been floundering, but so has Kansas City. Right. This is going That's to be a very Kansas interesting game. Well, Both I mean, teams does it, does it really be, floundering. Did you say the Tua? Dolphins are floundering? Yeah, the Dolphins are floundering. Yeah, that's fine. And so, so as Kansas City's been, uh, you know, struggling too. Mm. Uh, I think Miami gets it back. I'm going with Miami. Oh, yeah. wow. Shocking. Um, Jay? I think both teams have been playing below the oh, man. ability. Um, yeah, this, this this one is this one is tough because um, I'm gonna take Miami. Miami. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> like that's the hardest part. That's the only reason I would take Miami. Um, but I just feel like ultimately Holmes can make or break the game. Unlike two or two is not gonna make or break the game. He's gonna break so, the game. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, break gonna, it, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna have to go with KC. Uh John. KC at home, man. It's not gonna be pretty. It's probably gonna be ugly. It's probably gonna be low scoring game. Um, I think Tyreek Hill will have at least a touchdown for sixty yards. Um Tua will have two picks because Kansas City's defense has improved. Um, and Travis Kelsey will have a touchdown. Mm, he has not man, been playing very well lately. He has not showed up, but he will have a touchdown in this game. So, yeah, I got Kansas City over Miami. There's just not much okay. he can do, though. Uh, mm. I'm going to go Kansas City, too, just because they're at home, and playoff Mahomes is always kind of difficult to beat. Yep. Uh, last but not least, Pittsburgh versus Buffalo at home. Trey. Buffalo, after the way they played Miami, if they play like that again, if Josh Allen plays like that again, they win. Okay. Jay Hill? Yeah, Buffalo. Because they have a way better offense than Pitt. <laughs> Pitt can't score. And I mean, it, and then if it's in Buffalo, which the elements may prove that it's probably going to be snow that also oh. leads to Buffalo. Speaking <laughs> of which, um, that I forgot that Kansas City Miami game is supposed to be like free, like zero degrees or something crazy like that yeah. in Kansas City. Oh, Miami, mm-hmm. yeah. that's going to freeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, but keep this in mind: um, the, 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 the players are not from Miami. They just play for Miami, so. But they are a fa- just, they just happen to be a fast-paced though. team. They're, they're based on the road too. Fast. They're on the road too. They were just in Buffalo. Exactly. I can do it once. I don't know if I can do it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when do we get back to the warm weather? <laughs> All right, uh, John, you give us your pick. I am rooting for Mike Tomlin. Um. Commanders are out of the playoffs, so I'm trying to root for a team. So I'm rooting for Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it's going to be an upset. 
I think the defense for Pittsburgh will step up, uh, and they will find a way to get into the end zone. What's my man's name? Um, the wide receiver for the Steelers. Wow. Your, uh, <laughs> Uh, they got wide receivers. No, they, they, right. they, they got wide receivers. They, they got uh, what was George Pickens? George Pickens. Oh yeah. Oh he's, yeah. Pickens, he's Pickens. balling. He's been having a great, great year. Uh, and Mason Rudolph is the uh, starter, and he's proven he's played in the playoffs before. So um, playoffs. I I'm rooting for Mike Tomlin. I would like to root for Mike Tomlin, but I'm a realist, so I'm gonna go Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> like I'm basing it off what Jay said, they don't have no offense. Still don't have no offense. Yeah, like, they got no a good defense offense. though. But they you got to stop. Defense. You got to stop. You, you got to stop score. him. You got to stop Josh yeah, Allen. They can if you can stop him. I don't know if they will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rooting. I'm rooting. I don't know. I'm rooting will. for the black head coach, man. The black head coach who's never had a losing season ever. He still don't have a losing season. Him. They they're not gonna get past this right. wild card. No no no, I know you're right. <laughs> you're right. I still ain't lost. He'll still have a losing season if he loses. Nice. <laughs> he still won't have a losing season if he loses. I agree. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's they they got to play some really tough defense to keep them boys at the end zone. And I don't, I just that's true. I'm I'm still rooting for him. I'm fair. calling it. I'm calling it upset. All right, we'll 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 come back to this next week when we we do the tally on who actually made it into the the well, the the first round of playoffs. Uh, yeah. let's move on. Tiger Woods made a statement where he announced that he and Nike are ending their 27 year, uh, relationship. Anybody have any takes on why they ended their relationship? He caught that whole cheating. Unlike, oh, um, what? unlike, oh my God. unlike <laughs> basketball, unlike, not even basketball, correction. Unlike fashion, golf shoes don't make it to everyday events. It's been 27 so, years. And I've been playing off and on, but I've been playing. He's about to retire is what it really means, I feel like. I mean, he might, because mm. I don't think he's going to, like, the the senior circuit. I think he's going to retire. Like, he's done. Like my, my I think he might become a commentator. This. My body can't take really? this. But, I can't but see his, that. His, his, his shoes won't Maybe sell. Maybe not, like, so that's the other color reason. commentator, like, every once in a while. What'd you say? His shoes? Who, what? Who here got his a pair of Tiger Woods? Oh, right. oh yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he has yeah, but gear. He has gear more than he if has you shoes, golf, though. I, I can see. I mean, yeah, if you golf, golf, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He got gear. Like, he got the he got. But the, the kids ain't lining up at the. Uh, no, because you, he's not going to have the same success after he retires, like Michael Jordan. He, he, that's he what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Unlike unlike any other sport, nobody's wearing golf. Got them Tiger dogs. Got them Tiger twenty sevens. You wore Tiger to the prom. You got the Tiger twenty seven French Fresh Prince lineup. He said you wore the Tigers to the prom. You know what I mean? You wearing Jordans to the prom, but you ain't wearing Tigers. Hey yo, that's stupid. Anybody else want to give a take about why they think he they ended the relationship? I think it's I think it's money. I think that's the reason he wants to give. Or that's the reason that other people want to give it. It has to do with money. He probably felt like his value, or they felt that his value was not as high as he wanted it to be mm-hmm. as a result of him not really making any of the majors, not winning the Masters, not winning the U.S. Open. Um, I mean, he's earned over $500 million uh, in the last, uh, what, 27 years, I guess. The lift, lift on offered him what two hundred million for a year. Yeah, yeah, he turned it down. Turned it down because he wanted to stay with the PGA. Why? Uh, but he felt like he probably felt like he he wanted more money. And more than two hundred million. 
They, they no, yeah. no, no, for uh, from Nike. Oh, I think he wanted Nike to pay them more, and he he could have just got that from Lives. He could have. Maybe when that's you what he's live, gonna do. You don't need Nike no more. Maybe that's what he's gonna do. Maybe after after this, he might might say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to live. We'll I see. I don't see why not. I think I think it's money. Okay, Trey. Um, I don't know. Just do it. I don't know. Yeah, for cue the. Oh well, uh, let me think about this. Um, I, I, I think it was mutual. Um, it had to be Nike. Nike may have approached him. I maybe Nike's not making the money they want to off of Tiger. That's and, the other part. And yeah. uh, you know, then they didn't want to. Uh, I guess there's enough mutual respect where they didn't want to release it like they dropped him. So they. Right. They Let talked him to him, it. and they they, yeah. they ended it in a way that would look good. Now, you know, we haven't profited off your line in I don't know how long. He was on the cover of the game, and still we still couldn't profit. Doesn't Tiger have a um, facility in Beaverton? Am I joking? Am I, yes. am I wrong? He does. Yes, he does. So, mm-hmm. uh, I hear what you guys are saying, but Tiger has a facility at the Nike Headquarters in Beaverton, which means he is, but he has been, or you had, <laughs> he, he he has been for the past twenty seven years, <laughs> one of the most iconic. Even if he didn't make them the money, I mean, who who has is Michael? What is Serena? If, uh, they're a business first. Yeah, but it's they Michael, Serena, money. and um Tiger. Those are the three biggest athletes. Yeah, but what I mean, other Serena than Tiger, golfers, Le- and I don't know there. what how much. Uh, money LeBron, a golfer LeBron, pulls in. LeBron does have a facility in there. Who's buying Tiger Woods? Like Jay was saying, who's who's, who's buying some oh, stuff? a lot, a lot. And then, let me tell you, a lot. There, there are more golfers in the world mm-hmm. than you think, and there are a the ton golfers, of Tiger fans. That's it's not like I mean, too. but but when, when people look at bottom lines, they're going to compare. And how does that compare to Jordans? I don't think that. I, but you, it doesn't, I, it doesn't LeBron, compare. No, you can't compare, is, you can't compare them to Jordan. I don't think they're it's not close. comparing it. Yeah. The, the, the profit is there when it comes to Tiger. The no, the thing is, is how much are they paying Tiger though? I mean, they're probably paying know. him good money. So but, you say yeah, but, profit, they might be paying him more than they think they're getting back. No, no, no. The, the, I think I think the issue is Tiger doesn't think he's getting enough from Nike. I think Nike's giving him a good amount of money, but Tiger wants more. Man, and, Nike's, and Nike's probably like, you haven't really yeah. done anything since you won the Masters. Tiger's, Tiger's, Nike's Tiger's Nike contract is ending. It was a five-year, $40 million contract. That's not so very, it's, not, that's not, it's not a lot of money, bro. Oh, that's <laughs> like, not very. They, they paid good. LeBron, what, a billion dollars? I mean, basketball, basketball is a bigger... Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. Way I get bigger it. umbrella. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious about market. how much they pay in Serena too. I'm, I'm, I want to look that up. How much is Serena's contract with Nike? Because tennis is a bigger umbrella than golf too. I, yeah. and, well, you know, golf but, is small, small, small dollars, man. For that, for that. Yeah, it's Serena true, like think, merchants. Serena stuff signed like a sixty million dollar deal with them. Because, because your only, your 55. only market 55. is your first. You know, your your your, your first tier market, like the people who are actually going to play golf. It's not you don't have a second tier market. No one's wearing golf gear for just straight up, you know. But that's the thing. Hey, let I me don't go think, get some golf gear to wear to, you know, wherever. I don't going. think that that's why Tiger was the hook for them. I don't think it was about that for them. Yeah. 
Like Tiger, Tiger, Tiger goes on to be one of the most visible athletes of all time. Period. Like you can name he, he's first been name quiet basis. for a while though. You say no, no, no. Doesn't matter. You say Tiger. Tiger dominated tennis for a, a long time. See, he's so bad you didn't even know the sport that he played. <laughs> what you mean? You said he dominated tennis for a long time. I'm in golf. My bad. We were talking about golf, but he dominated golf. For a long time. Nike's like, see, this is exactly why we dropped him. Because <laughs> he plays tennis? <laughs> this guy hosts a sports podcast, and he doesn't even know what the guy plays. Nike dropped Nike yeah, dropped Tiger because he played tennis. I'm not trying to be in your business, but you, need to, you, you haven't been focusing. You haven't been studying, which you're supposed to. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's about that. I lost I think- my contract with Nike because of those sports and things, guys. Right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dennis. Blame your wife. Oh wow. <laughs> um. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Play tennis. Uh. So yeah, yeah. I don't think it's about that. I, I think if he's retiring, makes sense. If he's, I don't think it's about him generating income for that business because they got they got the cash cows. Yeah. I think so. Serena retired. She's still there. Jordan retired. Jordan He's makes still them a here. lot of money, bro. That's what I'm saying. Jordan Retiring is, is not really a... I don't think he's making them the, the money they want to see. Ever since the, the stuff went down with his wife and then he was in that car accident, he slowly faded away from what he was because he's not out there crushing it like he used to. <coughs> so, All right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Do you think that Cat Williams spilled the beans on other comedians and celebrities to gain followers and fans? Let me get your thoughts on his rant. Uh, Trey. Yes. I think that's the only reason he did it. I mean, Cat Williams, what is his relevancy outside of these comments and and other comments like this? He's been trying to do this type of stuff for a while, too. <clears throat> He's been going on... Um, uh, different things and talking about Tiffany Haddish and talking about uh, Kevin Hart and talking just talking about people and just saying outlandish things about people. He wants clicks, man. And because where's gonna his train to a standup? Where's where's his Ooh, Dave Chappelle? You know Netflix special or whatever. He doesn't have. He's not. He's not really. Who is this bald-headed ass, light-skinned nigga that don't know anything about how to play the saxophone, playing the flute, wearing a Washington Nationals hat? Get the, get the fuck out of here! Mm. Yep, he's clout chasing, man. He's trying to get them clicks. I think he's trying to stay. I relevant. think I think Shannon Sharp got him drunk and he just spilled the beans. Mm-mm. Shannon said before they started taping. You should have heard the shit he was saying before they started taping. He came mm-hmm. in like that. He came in hot. Well, mm-hmm. he that was he his was, plan the whole he time. He was baited. He was baited by the Steve Harvey, uh, the Steve Harvey interview that that happened before. Yeah, that was his plan the whole time, man. I'm trying to, you know, because if that okay, if that interview had gone, uh, I'll use the word normal, where he just talked about stuff and he didn't do that. Yeah, that that episode would have went right under the radar. Mm, yeah, <coughs> but that's not him. Nothing he does is normal. So he went on. He went on the uh, what was it? Ricky Smiley. More, no, it was somebody's morning show and roasted the girl, like the other the other uh, radio host. 
Oh, Wendy, Wendy Smith. Yeah, he roasted. Yeah, her. it was a radio show in Atlanta. Him. He went on. He went on wilding out and roasted Michael Blacks. If, if he didn't really roast him, he, he roasted Wendy Smith because he he said he said he didn't want anyone to talk about certain things, and they said yeah, they would not they talk it about up. it, and she, she brought, brought it up. It up. Yeah. And so, so he roasted her. I think. I mean, I think yeah. he was just. I think. I think he was being true to himself, which is his brand. You can look at that as cloud chasing. I don't think it's on the level of like. Um, I don't think it's on the level of like a Kanye. Like, oh shit, he doing crazy shit. You know what that means? Like, drop out. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like that. I think because he 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 always kind of speaks about how he doesn't have to do another stand up show. Like he can. He just challenged. He just challenged um, Kevin Hart to one. He did expose. Uh, he did expose. Said the entertainer though on that joke. Yeah, I mean he's he's just he's doing like he's doing that part. Like he's just showing how the shadiness is, and like y'all got the internet now, you can find out for yourself. I'm gonna just tell you what I know. Like he done this, he's done that. Y'all don't gotta believe me, but again, mm. the internet is there. Like I'm not making stuff right. up. And like that's that's the thing. It's not propaganda where he's just man. You know, I'm the baddest motherfucker alive. Like no, I, I never said that. But I'm better than you. Like that's what that's all he's saying. <laughs> that's that's how he keeps it. Like I'm not saying I'm the baddest motherfucker out here. But I'm just saying, how you gonna be the king? That don't make no sense. <laughs> like you can't be the king. I'm not saying I'm the king, but I'm saying you can't be the king. You know mm. that that's 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 what makes me like. That's what makes me rock with him because it's just like, nah, I don't think he. Really yeah, I feel it is kind of genuine. I yeah. do feel it's kind of genuine because he doesn't. I mean, I guess he, if the the clicks are nice, but I've never yeah. seen him clout chase before. Yeah. This is just so unusual for him to just like yeah. choose right now to clout chase. That's it. That's his, just, and you can call it his stick. That's what I'm saying. Like that's his, but that's how he lives. That's what everybody said. Like that's that man. You ain't never met Cat. That dude will give you two thousand dollars off the break, like and I mean he he's he's talking about the stuff that people don't want to I don't I don't want to say talk about because they talk about it but don't want to buy into as far as like the comedians wearing dresses and stuff like I don't think that's that's not for cloud that's like you see what's happening like mm -hmm. once they do this that's them now he might be I don't we're not in those meetings to know he might be. Um, dramatizes some things like you know like he's not he's not Illuminati but he does speak on that every now and then which is like eh, okay I don't know about the Kool-Aid you know take you here cat but you know <laughs> but he will he will put it out there like yo once that dude put on a dress you ain't never heard from him have you once that dude put on a dress he got all this money because now you now you're willing to do whatever they say and I mean I can't say if it's right or wrong but the the Dots kind of line up. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy, the main person you're talking about there, right? No, he he talked. I mean, he talked about everybody, not just Eddie. He talked about. Uh, he said he talked about how in um was it Big Mama's house? Yeah, it was Big Mama. I think it was Big Mama's house. Oh, it may not have been Big Mama's house, but it was a movie with Martin, and that was Martin did movie. it. Yeah, Martin did and it. He said, Eddie he did said, it. He said he said Martin was like, I want you in this movie with me, and instead of Cat doing the role, um. What is his name? Because uh, he just came out with an interview too, and he talked about how he would have done it because Cat told him not to do it. T TJ somebody, he, he was a, he's an unknown dude, but TJ somebody oh, did the role. TJ Hinton? I think that's his name. I think that is his name. He did he did the role that Cat was going to do because Cat was like, I'm not putting on a dress, so he was like, I'll do it. 
And he said, Cat, you know, Cat hit me on the head. I thought he was, you know, kind of joking with me, but he was like, don't do it, man. I'm like, man, it can't be that bad. I'm just, you know, like once I put that dress on, they asked me to do this, they asked me to do that. Like so, so much stuff that it opens doors for you, but you may not want to be in them rooms. <laughs> That's really it. That's really it. It opens wow. doors for you, but you may not want to be in them rooms. But he he was he said that's the main thing he was talking about like how like respect for that, not putting the dress on yeah I mean you can stand on your principles but like everybody's done it and the thing that we don't understand as we being black people man they even got Robin Williams think, with that man see that's the thing we think it's only black people but so many white actors have done it too like mm-hmm. like George they Clooney, got Mrs like, Doubtfire like, I mean they they put on dresses before. Like Brad Pitt put on a dress. Like you've had white actors, but we're not talking about them, nor do they really pertain to this. It's more so just like this comedian circuit that, like, once you do that, dog, you're selling your soul. Just know that. And everybody. Uh, or, you, or it could be even worse. You could be even like Tyler Perry and he does it for himself. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> he yeah. only had nobody. So. <laughs> and they, they even showed Dave Chappelle was in, like, was, was in a dress in a skit with, with Howard Stern. Like I don't know it, about this one. Oh yeah, it's I, I put it in there. He, well, he, yeah, he had, he had makeup, one. he had makeup on, earrings. It's a skit where what? he's playing, he's playing Ooh. Robin. They spell. Oh, wow. He's playing, he's playing Robin. That that's normally you know uh, Howard Stern side sidekick. Mm-hmm. So he's playing Robin. So he's like Robin. Oh, what yeah. do you think? Well, I think yeah. And Dave Spell got like he got titties and everything, and got a little dress on. He's like I don't know with it. And yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. it's some, it, I'm not going to say it's true to it, but like I said, Dave claims to have never worn a dress. Man. All right. The, All video, right. the mm. video is there. Like, it's, oh, well. There's video of it. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I got I to I find, I gotta find that. Hold on. I'm going to find it. <laughs> oh, I see yeah. it. I see a, I see a screenshot of it. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, he got on like blush. And yeah, earring, yeah, he got pearl, lipstick. Earrings. Yeah, yep. I mean, this was like long time ago. This exactly. looks like it was the beginning of his career. Exactly. I don't, I don't understand what the big issue is. If it's, if it's the point of being funny, like if you're trying to play a character to be funny, why does it matter? Because to the male ego, there's some underlying um, pressure or damage that's done. That's is it though? I mean, Eddie the, played a whole to family. The, to the, and <laughs> I mean, yes, he's making money off of it, but why you got to do that to make money, dog? Because he's That's playing characters. Mentality. It's but not why him. You got to do that. I do not. Yeah, you can easily hire saying, a woman. Get, yeah. But yeah. no, if you, yeah. if you, if Eddie played That's five what, or six and characters in Coming to America, nobody had an issue with him playing a Jewish man. Nobody had an issue with him playing an old man. Who gives a shit if he plays a woman? Maybe if he true. if he can do it and be funny, who gives a shit? Like they like there was a um, but there's a um, the other thing is there's a um, there he ain't like a, he ain't like preacher. having sex people. He, I mean, wow, I mean that's extreme. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> but, saying I mean, like there's, there's, the, there's the misogyny of it is like it's like he can't play a woman because he don't have he don't have woman parts. He's just playing a character that happens to be a fucking woman. Who gives a shit? But that's, they didn't say anything about Robin Williams. I mean that's the saying that because it's not that's a different that's a different side that's why they're not saying anything about Robin Williams like it's it's more black more than it is like 
is overall. I, I get what you're saying. Like they're saying, black in order for black. you to cross over into like the the, the upper echelon of black comedy, you have to wear put on a dress. In order for you to get the money, it ain't even the upper echelon of black comedy. It's in order for you to get the money. Because you see Martin Lawrence, you see. I, I get that. That. So but Martin like, Lawrence had the money the before money. he did Big Mama's House. Uh, Big he did, he had the show. He had the show. He had he had movies. He was the star. He did. He did, but he didn't have that. Define like he didn't have that defining. He had um, bad boys before he did Big Mama's house. What me defining what? Family is what I was getting. What I was trying to oh, go. Oh, family. Well, that I kind think of, wasn't like, Big Tyler, Mama's house Perry, a crossover. The, the Tyler, yeah, Big Mama with the Tyler Perry <laughs> audience. That's the money. We like bad boys. We like you know Martin the show, but it's still to. The, you're saying the, that that was more of a niche that was still in his exact, niche where Big how, Mama was how, more of a niche. I don't know man why, why else would you take on that role you, if you if you are in your in your mind successful why else would you need that role like, what if I mean, you think man, it's you just a funny yourself? role you're right I'm not yeah I'm not disagreeing with you, like, what you think nobody asked Martin when he did Big Mama's House if he thought it was funny like he, he's a comedian though and it's a comedic yeah. role so he's yeah. playing he's like so and and Big Mama's House out at this is just me being a Neil Long fan. She was in lingerie in that fucking movie. I did do that uh, shit too. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. But but Martin was playing <laughs> on his show. characters on his show. On his show. On yeah. his show. Which again, it's like how does is that necessary for the show? Or is it was the whole point of it again. It's like not, no, no, no. You can't say that. You can't say who else gonna play Shanae. And that that's the argument. He created Shanae. I think the fact that he was playing the character made it funny. What, is, yes, that's what made it funny. It's, it's, he, it's Martin in the dress with a mustache with a dress on. It's funny, it, bro. Like what when he played the, the little kid when he's when he's on his knees and he got the he got the like Jamie Foxx playing Wanda. Yeah, Jamie Foxx playing Wanda. But it's. It, it, again, it's about that male ego and that damage to most guys. Like, yo, you're taking away your masculinity just just to be funny. What's up with uh, that? I dog? don't see that. I like who said I don't that? See that. I see it as comedy. Yeah, who said that? I see it as comedy. You, that, I don't, that's whoever, that's whoever thinks that has, has you think has, Martin and you think Martin, whoever Eddie Murphy, that is Arsenio Hall, uh, Jamie Foxx, Lost Snipes. Because they dressed as women and played Wesley these roles. Snipes didn't lose fans when he played a woman in Tu Wong Fu. In Tu Wong Fu, no. and it was him, it was him and two white guys. Yeah, oh, no, John Leguizamo and um well, Patrick Swayze. Basically, two white guys. <laughs> the thing is, fans, and it is this is a very fine line, or maybe even two different classrooms. The fans and respecting is the part that don't mesh. Like I can't respect you because you're from Madrid. That's what some people are saying. Ah man, that's a I yeah, think that's, that's a small that's number. Cat yeah, Williams life, is saying because because remember we go in full circle here. This was a Cat Williams conversation. Those were his comments. And you think Cat Williams is the first person to start this conversation? No, I'm but not I, saying I don't that. Know. I'm just saying I don't think, that's what I don't we think were. Cat Williams said that to the forefront. He, what? I'm guarantee you he did. I guarantee you he said that shit to Eddie. He said you think he went to Eddie Murphy and said why you wear a dress. I guarantee you, put it to here. anybody. He no. may not. He don't have to go to you personally, but I guarantee you, put it to anybody. Flip Wilson, why you had to put on a dress? Like everybody knows, Flip Wilson was hilarious in a dress back in the day. Like, 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 why was it necessary? Is the is the argument? Why I think is the word necessary, necessary is is that, that, that's not the right word. Yeah, that's not the right word. Right. It, it, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a. It wasn't a. I necessity. created this character. Right. I'm going to play this character. 
It's the fact that you can play it's that it. character is what makes it funny. Yeah. It's the range yeah. of it. I'm not yeah. anyone anyone who thinks that you were putting on a dress to gain to to gain momentum to get a paid, crossover. Uh, yeah, to, to to cross over. I, I don't think I Flip think, crossed think over playing putting on the dress. Flip ain't cross over doing that. Well, that's a different time. But yeah, what I'm saying is, is you can't make the argument. You cat can't make the argument. Not you, Jay, but cat can't make the argument that men shouldn't put on dresses. And, or, and the only reason why no. men put on dresses is to cross over is no, if no, it no. didn't work back then. No, no, no. He, he's not saying that they don't have to do it to cross over. Well, he is kind of saying that. But yeah. at the same time, it's more so like, I don't know if they, because yeah, they're coming up with the characters, but it's, 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 it's more so why is it that, one, we can't get anybody to do it, anybody else to do it. And I get you're the funny one. So it's your character, you know, you, it's your baby. Nobody's going to deliver it the way you deliver it. Like nobody's going to, we know nobody will be Shanae the way Shanae is played by, if it was played by a woman. It's an interpretation of a woman by a comedian that well, made the character it. up in his head. I get it. Like, I, I, wait, but it's I'll just weird because you know what we don't see? We don't see the opposite. We don't see females doing a lot of the male roles. But you don't see females. Oh, female, female, <laughs> female comedy is a whole different thing in, a, in its first place because it has to. They they have a they have a different hill that they have to climb up. That's a whole different hill in terms of like even the jokes that they have to they they could tell and get away with. My point is, um, at the end of the day, let's use just lose just lose uh, coming to America as an example. Arsenio played a woman in that in that in that film, right? And for like maybe like five minutes, he was a woman in that film when he was in the bar and he said, I'm going to tear you apart. Like when they came up with these characters, Eddie and Arsenio said that they were going to play all these characters. They could have mm -hmm. cast anybody. They could have cast some scary mm -hmm. woman to come in and say that shit. They said mm -hmm. it would be funnier if Arsenio does it. And they agreed. Yeah. And they did. Right. And it was the mm -hmm. one of the funniest scenes in the fucking movie, right? Ooh. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to I'm be moving on. anything else. Like I'm funny. Does does I'm not. like at the at the height of that or at the height of Eddie's career, you couldn't tell you Eddie said, I'm gonna play a whole family. He went to a he went to a studio and says, fund this movie. I'm gonna play everybody. And they said, It's Eddie fucking Murphy. It's gonna sell. What did the movie do? It fucking sold. Move it on. Move it on. All right, did it do that well in the theaters? I don't know, but it did well for them to do it too. Well enough for them to do too. Yeah, later. I think I think it was more of a cult film. Mm -hmm, I don't know what it did in the box office, but if you're making two of them, and one of them ain't going straight to tape, thirty years later, <laughs> back in the, back in the day, like you knew a movie was bad if it went straight to tape. Clumps and the, the clumps didn't go straight to tape. The clumps was the second one. What was the what was Nutty the name Professor of the first, was the first one, one again? Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Professor. That's it. Yeah, Nutty Professor didn't go straight to tape, and neither did the clumps. They went straight to the theater. I don't know what they made total, but you know. Anyway, John, uh, uh, we're doing John presents the sports thing news. Uh, thank you, Mister Turner. I'm John Lane. This is sports and things news. Put on the dress. <laughs> um. I was going to say something else about Cat Williams, but Put on your red dress. Completely forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I call Cap. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before you start, before you start, sorry. Nutty Professor made $274 million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he made money. 
It's also working off the the Tyler Perry, like steam too though. Don't give a shit. Well, two hundred seventy four million. Wasn't he before Tyler Perry? He was that before, was Tyler, before no, Tyler Perry. No, <laughs> Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's plays was going. His plays was going. He was well, not. You think Eddie Murphy based it off of the plays? No, not Nutty at all. Professor not Tyler all. Perry. But wait, wait, wait. The Tyler Perry stuff wasn't that big then. Not to be nobody knew what it was. Okay. I'm, right? yeah, I'm just saying. Tyler Perry didn't. Okay, so Tyler Perry um, didn't really get popular until well after Nutty Professor had been, right? I don't know, but my point was it made two hundred seventy four million dollars for a while. Good. <laughs> That's my point. John, John, go, go ahead. News. Um, yeah, I was going to say that I call Cap on Cat Williams saying he read three thousand books at starting oh, at the age of eight. Yeah, he said eight. He said from the age of eight to twelve. From the age of eight, yeah, three three thousand books. Yeah, he was, he was I read three thousand bucks. I tried to do the math. There's no way you can humanly do that unless you didn't was go to Cat school. Cat Williams or Dave Chappelle? That was both. That was Cat <laughs> Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Williams. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. So we're going to start with the story. I'm sure everybody has seen it. Uh, the man who was in court that jumped over the judge, uh, judge's table and started beating on her. Um, he attacked a, a Las Vegas judge. He came back to court uh, to to get his sentencing because it didn't happen because he was beating up on the judge. They had him um, nice shackled up. Is that a lady it did was, it too? Yeah, it was handed down by the exact same judge. Uh, the The guy's name is Diobra, Diobra Redden, and he faced Judge Mary Kay Holthus in the Clark County District Court on After Monday. He, he was wearing a face mask, uh, it, and it, you know, it had his hands covered. He was in shackles. Guards were on either side of him, um, which is probably a good thing considering what happened. Uh, so there was no repeat attack, thankfully. Um, she ain't had no motive to be lenient. And, and as for how the Monday's appearance went, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot calmer. Uh, she kept her cool during the sentence. She didn't mention the prior outburst, but she did give him a nineteen to forty-eight month uh, sentence behind bars, which is apparently what the prosecutors were asking for anyway. So that you know, there really was no no change in that. Um, but is he going to be charged for the attack as well? Uh, well? She said. She said that. She said anything stemming from that event is going to be taken care of on a, another separate, date if separate charges, basis. If there charges are brought, he going like to get that, in way more trouble for that. Well, I mean, that's something. But well, he's facing thirteen charges. He's facing yeah. thirteen charges in connection with the attack of the judge, <laughs> and he's due back. His- <laughs> he's he's due back in court. Oh, today he was back in court today. So I don't yeah. have the. I'll, I'll give his, you guys um, an update next time. His sister, his sister spoke and said he's always he's had mental he's had like mental issues. He was born with crack in his system. So damn, yeah. What? So, oh, so crack, they, might, they might they might be able to take yeah. the like kind of like the insanity, uh, right? Ah, Lee. So his sister was like, yeah, he's always had you know those kind of stability issues and anything like that. Um, moving on. Uh, speaking of. Cat Williams, Kevin Hart is wishing his ex-wife and Cat Williams well as they get ready to hit the road together. I didn't know uh, his ex-wife was a comedian. I saw a um, post about it. I didn't know she was a comedian. Yeah, her name is Teray, I believe. Teray Hart. Um, oh, she got the someone, last 
someone snapped a photo of the two of them out and about in um today in New York City. Um and they asked him how he felt about the fact that uh Ture, who uh Kevin divorced in two thousand eleven, announced that she and Kat are gonna be going on a comedy tour together. Uh a small tour, but um he said, you know, because uh, uh, it certainly can be taken as an icy move on her part because uh, a lot of what Kat recently said about Kev on Shannon Sharp's podcast, including calling him a plant in the industry. Um, Kevin had already responded to what Kat said. Didn't really go over very well. It was on that. It was on some football show or something like that. Yeah, they did like a, it was like him and the, uh, the Plastic Cup Boys and somebody else. It was like Kendrick Perkins, yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, they were trying Kevin, jokes. Kevin says he loves everyone and he wants all comedians to succeed and even if it's his and his new foe he also says he hopes his, uh, the tour uh, specifically goes great which again is pretty freaking surprising and is lastly it's Kevin you don't yeah. really take a negative posture with people yeah I don't really see anything like that He even when he was on the breakfast club he was talking about um, how Cat fucked up his own career it wasn't like he was taking jabs at him. He was just like, you did that. Man. Uh, lastly, it was kind of a weird story. A, this is a story by Ruth Bashinsky for the Daily Mail. A 64-year-old Massachusetts woman has been charged with trying to kill her 73-year-old husband after meeting a man she met online who posed as a soap opera star and coaxed her into serving him poison soup so he could have sex with her. <laughs> what? What? Her name is Roxanne Doucette, uh, and it's believed that she'd been speaking to a daytime soap opera star named Thorsten K of The Bold and the Beautiful. Thorsten. And during a series of text exchanges last month, uh, one of the conversations, uh, the reported scammer said, you have to get rid of your husband, honey. I miss you so much. This was uh, Boston 25 News reporting. Um, Doucette gave her husband Paul the spiked soup, but hours later he became so violently ill she called 911 where he was rushed to a Neshoba Valley Medical Center. The couple's daughter, Nicole Heath, went to the hospital to see her dad and got a little suspicious by her mom's actions after checking out the phone. Um, and it was there when she told police she suspected that her mother had poisoned her dad, uh, took a series of screenshots, uh, <laughs> of her phone. Um, Interesting. Wow. So she's uh, being charged. I'm not exactly sure what the charges are, um, but we'll see. This story came out today, so keep you guys updated. I'm John Land at the Sports and Business. Guilty. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, Artists of the Week. Uh, Trey, you can go first. Um, my artist of the week is Miles Davis and Kenny Garrett. Um, Miles' Live Around the World album with uh, Kenny Garrett on Human Nature. Um, this is a classic, uh, kind of well-known by musicians and any Miles fans. So um, Kenny Garrett goes crazy on his solo and uh yeah it's funny there's a laughable moment at the end where miles davis downplays it and says i do that every night yep um, <laughs> I did it every night. 
<laughs> that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing, man. So, um, this was a, a young Kenny Garrett playing in Miles Davis's group with uh, um, Joey DeFrancesco and um, many others. There was a, a Japanese keyboardist too, right? Uh, there were a lot of yeah. Well, no, he didn't. Pl- uh, he didn't play on that song. I don't think. Oh, okay. Um, because this this was pulled from so many different uh, shows. That, Is this Ricky that guy Lawson on drums? Kagi yep. didn't play on that on that song. Sugarfoot. Uh, yep, that's Sugarfoot. Uh, on drums for that's Sugarfoot. Track, yeah, Sugarfoot. This is Ricky Wellman. Rick, uh, sorry, Ricky Wellman, yeah. not Ricky Lawson. Yeah. I always confuse those two. Yeah. And you left out um my man um Foley. Foley bass. Oh, Foley, lead yeah, bass. Man. Yeah, he yeah. didn't play the bass bass. He played the lead bass. I met Foley in um, Ohio a couple years ago. And Axel? Yo, he is a com- he, he's he's a very insightful dude. He's kind of bitter about the industry because of how he got treated. Yeah. Makes sense, you know, but he he had some tidbits. Like, the first, the first my first conversation with him, he was like, man, you're great, but let me show you this. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, Come on, show me. Show. He's like, man, if you do this, he's like, you're already doing this. If you add this, open up your whole shit. And I was like, thanks, man. man. I appreciate it. I always you. pictured he was like a super quiet dude. No, nah, he, he he's he's actually super cool. Um, wow. Like, I, I I can't say he's like approachable because he was intro- mm. I was introduced to him. So it wasn't like I walked oh, up gotcha. on him like and started talking to him. Like I was introduced to him. And he was like, I've been, he was like, you know, he was like, I've been watching you the last couple of times you come up here. And I was like, that's crazy. And he was like, man, you, gay, you, gay, 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 gay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh. take it off. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. What? Good Lord. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, hey, man, they painted on stage. It's cool. No, but he was super wow. cool, man. And like, and, and like, you know, some people don't like to share information, you know, like they feel like you might be in, intruding on that space. He was super like giving in that space. Like he was like, any tidbit he he had, anything he saw, he was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a share it. So that was that was pretty cool, because especially knowing his story and knowing you know how he felt about how he feels about stuff, you know. And, I mean, if you go back and watch any of those live those live um, videos from from that tour, nigga was killing man. Like yeah, it it he's mm-hmm. playing a four string bass like tuned up. It's 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 incredible to watch him play the guitar part show. It's it's nuts. He didn't play. He played keys when I met him though. Like when I was talking to him, he, he actually said, Oh in, wow. Um, he was like. He wanted to play his songs, so we gave him an opportunity to just play his set with his people. And he played keys. He ain't, mm. he ain't touch the bass, and like he ain't touch the bass. He, 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 he might have touched my bass like one time to show me something, and that was it. And you know, so wow! Shout out to Foley, man. Uh, Jay Hill. I didn't mean to take your artist of the week. Sorry, Trey. Oh, <laughs> Royce the Five Man. Turn it into Foley. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's GTA Three right there. Yeah, Royce the Five Nine, featuring Redman. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Royce fan, so. Well, he was all over. What was that? GTA yeah, Three, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, the, the, track is, the track is 
This is the EP that came out early 2023. Mm. Oh, was it for GTA 4 or GTA uh, 3 that he was on the same? I think it's 4. 4, maybe it was 4. John? Yeah. Uh, my artist of the week is a group called Mike and the Mechanics. Um, this is a song. It's the last song on one of their... Micah and the Mechanics. Nope. Hell, nope. hell to the fuck. No. Nope. Hella <laughs> to the end. No. Yo, who's in his band? Mike. Uh, the guitar player, uh, Mike Suther- Mike Sutherland from Genesis. It's his band. Ah. He's Mike. Ah. Uh, this was the last track on, I don't think it's their debut album, but it came out in 1985. It's a self titled album. And um, of course, they had the hit song Kyrie. Uh, and a couple of other ones. All I Need is a Miracle. Uh, they had a couple of hits. And Genesis kind of like split up so that Phil Collins could do his own thing. Um, did Phil do it? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. did but, Mike, but Mike had a couple hits too. He, he, had, he had some he hits He handled Disney so. hits. <laughs> no, but I don't like those hits either. But Nah, I mean, I'm, uh, I wasn't going to buy no records, but like Phil and Disney. Yeah. But it was just the Jungle Book. Shit, what else you need? I guess. <laughs> Lion King. I mean, <laughs> Little Mermaid. You could use all of those, sure. <laughs> somebody, somebody got paid. <laughs> Give me Cinderella. All right, and my oh, pick is going to be Jill Scott's live album. Um, what's the album called? Um, Experience. Experience. Yeah. So you know, it's funny because like when this record came out. I was at school, I was at state, and um, I bought it four times because I kept taking it back to Target because I was buying the um, clean version, not realizing that, <laughs> that I, I, I didn't realize I was I would take it back like it's not playing all the songs. And I, this is CDs. So I was like, why, why am I missing certain songs, like the dope songs? And I was like, oh, it doesn't have a parental um, advisory sticker on it. And this record was probably one of the. This was a uh, Fatback Taffy, that band with uh, yeah. Daddy's tripping all them cats, yeah. like those Philly cats. Yo, one of the- I hated this. I hated this song. I I don't care about the song. The intro for this for that tour was crazy, and they came to um, Virginia. They came down to Tidewater area, and my brother's band, the Fuzz Band, opened for him. And I I remember um, when he came back from the show the next day, he was like, "Yo, that intro." He's like, "They play it forty beats faster in person." I was like, what? What the fuck? He was like, yeah. They click it off, and he's like, they're burning through that intro. And I was like, no way. He was like, yo, we got we got killed on stage last night. And I was like, well, I mean, those cats can play. <laughs> but like, Mm-mm. I've been on my live live album kick the last couple of days, just listening to a bunch of live stuff. Um, and this is one of the ones that stuck out to me. Also, notable um, a notable one was Maxwell's uh, Unplugged uh, MTV Unplugged. That's a really great recording of uh, Maxwell stuff. It's crazy. Jay Z's not so much, even though it's Jay Z's playing those hits, it doesn't sound good. I think we lost Jay Hill. Oh damn! Huh. Like Alicia, we cut got the his cord. artist of the week, so we're good. Yeah, sure. Um, let's do others Alicia, of the week. TV Alicia show. pulled the plug. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> TV show documentaries. His other of the week is Mrs. Hill. Oh well. <laughs> what time is it? Yeah, you about right. 
Man, he didn't even say no, shit. He just did. He looked over. I saw him look over, and I was like, he looked over like, like he hit the button without looking at the phone. He just like, saw a hand reach into the screen like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right, let's do others. Um, books, TV shows, documentaries, um, anything you, you listen to or watch, movies. Uh, Trey. Um, uh, so I'm actually watching the uh, Hard Knock uh, in season with the Miami Dolphins. It's the first of the Hard Knock that I actually watched. So uh, it's the first time watching it. Um, okay. It's very good, very interesting, um, and and it's a it's an eccentric group because Mike McDaniel, this you know the kind of young team plus Mike McDaniel is very an interesting dude. He's funny. He says some funny stuff. Yeah, and um, also in episode three they they show their week that they're preparing for and playing against the commanders, so it, it's quite humiliating. Oh shit! You actually wow. see them going. Tyreek Hill leading them to go over their touchdown celebration where they did the roller coaster ride thing yeah, on us. Oh that, you see them in practice when they're when they're when they're when they're actually uh, putting it together, and then they show them in the game doing it. Yeah. And then, like they're showing people's wives cheering for them, beating the Commanders. And then he's in the he's in the, the coaches in the locker rooms, uh, or afterwards saying that that's the biggest road win in like Dolphins history since 1978. And I mean, it, we just got humiliated that whole episode. Like Good. it was just horrible. Good. I hope, uh, I hope it makes him mad. That's why. I, that's why I hate him. They showed the stadium, and they showed it was all Dolphins fans. I mean, and yeah. Tyreek Hill is like, this is like a home game. You know, he, he's got a high pitched voice. This is like a home game. And uh, uh, that's because he got it, it's, it's, it's like it's completely embarrassing for us. And we, we, we you know, we kind of deserved it. But it, you know, it's, it's just all you can do is like drop your head and laugh like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I watched the I watched the Jets um, uh, hard knocks. It was good. Yeah, but but this one is interesting. It's funny. Um, it, I mean, it's, yeah, I heard the coach was it, it's like... It's a good crew draw. to watch. They, yeah, they're it. interesting. All right. Uh, John? Uh, I'm not really watching anything. I, we didn't really talk about it, but um, I watched the uh, national championship last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Washington looked that was, bad, man. That was a pretty good game. Oh, I feel bad Michigan for Penix. Penix that, that, yeah, that, that, that was my fear. If if we is, draft him is, is um he's gonna play that if that well no uh, he just had a terrible offensive line yeah they looked like they were buckling that yeah. every time I looked up and he hiked the ball somebody was coming on a blitz on a, like a like a screen blitz or like a, a free blitz it was crazy like he had no time to throw the ball at yeah. all bro, bro, bro yeah. wait a minute Michigan had two hundred and nine yards of rushing in the first half Look, yeah, did you see JJ McCarthy's numbers. <laughs> Did you see JJ McCarthy's numbers? JJ McCarthy was like thirteen of eighteen for uh, for like one hundred fifty nine yards and no touchdowns, and still won. You don't have to. You running the ball like that? You ain't got to throw the ball. Running the ball, yeah. Yeah. Especially when the other team can't throw the ball, they can't do nothing. Jim Harbaugh was like, "You ain't doing shit in this game." And shout out out to Washington. Earlier that day, CJ Stroud got on ESPN and called him Michael Penix Jr. He did. He did call oh, him Michael no. Phoenix. No. Hey, Pat McAfee was like, "What did you just call?" I remember <laughs> um, when they had a. He's uh, like, "Oh my bad." That you know how they do like the college game day early in the morning on Saturdays with like Kirk Herb Street and mm-hmm. Desmond Howard, and they were in Washington because Washington had a game that night, and they had all the students out in the background. Somebody had a sign that said, "I like, I, I love Pete Penix." <laughs> But they crossed off the X. <laughs> you couldn't see the X. It was just P E N I, and then like a dash. 
<laughs> he was right teased. in the front row. <laughs> I bet you he got teased all through school, yo. He probably got teased all through school. You, you could clearly see it, man. That, oh call my him, yeah, man. You know, Michael Penix, man. He he was serious. And he's like, oh, my bad. I'm nah, sorry, he's Mike. he's doing that on purpose. He's totally trolling him. All right. Uh, the championship. I am actually watching um, Yellowstone on Peacock. If you have it, um, it's a really you good show. Better have Peacock if you want to watch the uh, uh, Kansas City Miami game. <laughs> oh, that's oh, right. True. That's on NBC too, ain't it? Hey, they said they said no. It's exclusively on Peacock, and the um, oh. Oh, wow. they said Roger Goodell is is getting getting all the Swifties. Y'all, I gotta buy Peacock subscriptions if you. <laughs> see yeah. Oh wow! Just subscribe for seven days. You ain't gotta buy it. Man, just get the um, uh, what is Swifties. it? Swifties, the, the NFL bite site. Oh yeah, I mean just I got bypass Peacock. all the ads. Yeah, I got I got Peacock. But Yellowstone, if you get if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, Kevin Costner, five seasons about um a family that controls a lot of the land um in uh where are they at Montana, and they're they it, it basically if you guys ever seen um Sons of Anarchy, it it kind of feels like that but with like. Cows and cowboys, like them trying to protect cows. their land and stuff. It's crazy. Um, anybody want to take Jay's? Alicia already did. Alicia. Oh, and on that note, I'm <laughs> gonna say thank you guys for listening to that about show. Uh, right, uh, King of the Hill or Queen of the Hill, rather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We want to thank our sponsors, Eaton Radio, Sports, uh, uh, Unhinged Sports Radio, and um, who's it? Belly Up Sports. I still couldn't remember the third one. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if, you, if you're living in the DMV area, mind your spaces. Uh, it is very windy and it's very, the weather is acting up. So if you're outside yeah. tomorrow, just be careful. When so you're driving. is the COVID. Right. Um, we're not catching any snow yet, but the weather is acting a fool out here. So, outside of like people getting their cars stolen, you didn't report on that story about the um cars being shipped to Africa. Did you do that last week? Oh no, I didn't do that last week. I need to. I'll do it oh, yeah. next time. If you if you have a car between the uh, the years of like 2010 and 2020, anything that doesn't have a push start, be careful with your cars because they're taking those and sending them to Africa. Yeah. So, be mindful. Which, you know, steal from the rich, get to the poor, but still. Yeah. yeah. They found a bunch of cars on, like, get ready to be shipped car up. snatchers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Yo, I'm writing that down as a title. Boys in the hood. African, African car, car snatchers. snatchers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. All right. my God. Snatchers. All right, I got it. Um, be safe, be kind, be kind to your neighbor. Tell your family you love them, give them the flowers, give your people the flowers while they're still here, because no day's promised. And then we'll see you guys next week. Peace. James Adams of TriStateFootball.com here with Coach Ryan Kanega. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all ever been to Paris before? RG3 needs to shut up, man. Uh, uh.
Yeah, we got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music get together to talk trash about whose team is losing. So here we go, D. Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo? Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who ball the best, about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing cause our favorite. Team, John like slumming, like John like pumping over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcasts with Astro Turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the Nomad, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. Steve Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Hilly, Trey Hill, talking sports and things, talk sports and things, DC baby, This has been Sports and Things. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us at Sports and Things, S-B-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z on IG. And if you follow us on Twitter, you can be sure to look us up at IsSports, I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z and wherever else you are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening.